rumors on Fenrir spread far and fast. Just about anyone who has been alive long enough on this continent knows that. A certain rumor about a mercenary in Brexen is how I ended up here, in the Valley of Philit. As a mercenary myself, it was common to hear about the happenings in Brexen. You see, Brexen is primarily a town for mercenaries and the best place to get work. At least that's how it used to be. Some guy named Birch started snatching up all the important jobs and terrorizing the other mercenaries there. It comes as no surprise to me that the town itself turned on him. The other mercenaries banded together to stop his reign of terror, but unfortunately for them, they fell short. Birch proved to be too much for them to handle, and it might be some time before the population in Brexen goes back on their eyes. Who knows? Maybe this is a good thing for the non-mercs living in Brexen. Could turn into a normal town now. The state of the town isn't the point of the story. The point is that I was the lookout in the Valley of Fellet when another group of mercenaries joined forces to wipe out Birch. It seemed like a plan with no holes in it. But we soon learned the plan was riddled with them. Because while we expected to ambush Birch and Birch alone, the rumors being spread failed to mention that Birch wasn't flying solo anymore. I remember laying there, as quiet as possible, on a hillside in the valley. Our group got there fast as the Valley of Fillet wasn't too far from Brexen, and this seemed like the perfect opportunity to catch Birch unaware. The threat that Birch had on mercenary work across all of Fenrir was enough to make this job worth a lot of money, and our group did not want to squander the opportunity to cash in. Our plan was foolproof, honestly, near perfect in every way. The design of the valley made it the ideal place to subdue Birch. We had ropes dug into the ground in a spot marked where the ropes could converge and catch Birch just long enough for multiple nets to shoot out and tie him up. We knew of Birch's stature, so of course some nets weren't going to hold him down, but we figured our men holding the ropes and the nets being a distraction, we could run in and fill Birch with enough stab wounds that even he wouldn't survive. Sure, it wouldn't be pretty, but we'd get the job done. At least it would have. Birch arrived on the scene of our trap and everything was set in place. He was alone walking through the valley and mere inches away from the spot we marked on the ground. I readied myself to give the others the signal, but Birch came to a sudden stop. He started to massage his own neck like he was sore or it was bothering him, and then he started stretching his arms. He was preparing for something and that meant bad news for us. Then I heard a swoosh noise behind me. I gulped as I slowly turned around and standing there was a tall woman with long black hair. She had a dark blue leather outfit that was tight to her skin, and a witch's hat that looked as if it would barely fit on her head, but somehow looked snug. She had her arms folded and was looking past me completely as if I wasn't standing there. Her eyes were locked on Birch. I would have remembered someone like this in our group for this mission, so she definitely was not one of ours. I went to ask her a question, but she spoke before I could. Is that him? She asked. Is that the Brixen Butcher? He's a lot smaller than I thought he would be. I went to stupidly explain that it was because he was just really far away, but then Birch walked forward and took the bait. I quickly gave the signal, which was simply raising a torch I was holding, and our men pulled the ropes and activated the nets. Birch simply stood there and let everything hit him. I waited for the mercenaries we gave the responsibility of running up and stabbing Birch. I think I stopped breathing in that moment as I waited. But they never came. I looked down at their designated spot and saw a small hooded figure standing over their bloodied bodies. The poor mercenaries tasked with holding Birch with the ropes soon realized how awful an idea this was, as they were now tied to the Brexen Butcher himself. They entered into a tug of war with the beast of a man, and he pulled them in until they were close enough to grab. I can still hear the sound of their bones breaking. The hooded person I saw decimate our mercenaries in hiding walked over to Birch as she cleaned her daggers of blood. Birch had a sadistic smile on his face as he joined her. The two looked over in my direction. 
Not the wisest band of mercenaries, the witch behind me said. I turned to face her. You're lucky, she continued. Birch has this thing where he wants to leave one person alive. Something about it being helpful when building our legend. If most people in Brexen were dead, who do you think was spreading the rumors about where Birch would be next? <laughs> that was my idea, and despite what Birch or Luxie tell you, it was a good one. <laughs> hmm. So who am I, you ask? She playfully moved her right hand and fire danced around it, then made a similar motion with her left hand, but this time lightning crackled around her fingertips. Triton born, Ascar raised. Free some, leave the rest blazed. Here one moment, gone the next. Master of magic, queen of the hex. Dangerously violent, fashionably dressed. Zayla, the witch that Eden blessed. Oh, so that annoying little poet says. Despite how annoyed she was by the rhyme, she did seem quite into it. Don't ever forget who we are, and pray you never see us again. Zayla stepped toward me with a slight blow on the torch. Its flame went out. I closed my eyes thinking she would do something to harm me, but when I opened them she was gone. I frantically turned around and Birch and Luxie had also vanished, leaving me alone with the corpses in the valley and only this story to share. <laughs>